Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. It's time to get inside the Giants home. Let's go, let's go, let's go. On Giants.com. I like it, I like it, I like it. And the Giants mobile app. Give me some juice. Part of the Giants podcast network. Let's roll. Welcome to the Giants huddle podcast brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York football Giants. My name is Madeline Burke alongside the Super Bowl champ Sean O'Hara for your week 10 rapid reaction. The Giants went out to Dallas and fell to the Cowboys. 49-17 was the final score. Of course, though, the big storyline heading into this game and, and after it, Sean, was the fact that rookie quarterback Tommy DeVito making his very first NFL start against the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas for an undrafted rookie. That's a tall task. Yeah, I'm an undrafted guy, so I remember my very first start in the NFL. It was against the Baltimore Ravens in 2000 in Baltimore. They were the best defense in the league and arguably one of the best defenses to have ever existed, uh, probably second to the 85 Bears. So quite a challenge for Tommy DeVito, and as if that wasn't challenging enough to be on the road going against Dallas, this great defense with Micah Parsons on one side and Demarcus Lawrence on the other, his first drive starts on the three-inch line. The Giants get a, a defensive stop, a goal line stand, which was phenomenal. It was it was great penetration, and out trots Tommy DeVito, and he's like, "This is where I got to start. This is where this is where my first start begins." Um, and you know, look, he. It was tough sledding for him um, and the entire offense, but um, I, I think when you look at the way that he handled the entire part of the game, he was under duress the entire time. Um, he showed a, a lot of character, a lot of strength, some athletic ability, and he threw for two touchdowns. So there's a lot to take away from this and for if you're Tommy DeVito and say, hey, I did some good things, I can build on some of that. And not just what he did on the field, but off of it, after the game, you know, going to the podium, addressing the media as a starting quarterback, the way that he handled that with such poise after such a tough loss. Yeah, and that's not easy. I mean, look, you, if you look at the stat line, look, he was 5 for 25 for 86 yards, and you would say, oh, my goodness, that's awful. And you know what? He didn't have a lot going for him um, offensively. It was a real struggle. Um, for him to even have time to hit an open receiver and if there was one. So uh, it was certainly a challenging time from that standpoint. But I think when you look at the way he handled and approached that first start, the way that he handled the work week, you know, playing quarterback is tough because you've got to play the game on the field and you've got to play the game off the field, which is handling the media, standing up there, you know, taking all the shots, taking all the blame. He didn't deflect. He didn't wince. He didn't, he didn't blink. And I think that, kind of shows the toughness that you would expect from a Jersey kid. Mm -hmm. um, you know, look, he went to Syracuse, transferred, went to Illinois, so he's battle-tested. Um, and I think he showed some good resilience, not just on the field, but the way that he handled all of the questions and the way he handled this loss and how he's going to spring it forward. Absolutely. And, you know, we talked a little bit, too. You mentioned that that early stop by the Giants' defense, right? Dallas was driving down the field. 
they were uh, really in in like uh, five yards away from the goal and the defense kind of comes up with a strong stop stuffs them at the one yard line and you mentioned this is where the Giants offense takes over for the very first time in the game but defense had a, a lot of strong moments in this game today of course Cordell Flott had his first career interception late in the first quarter uh, returned it all the way back to the 12 putting the Giants 12 yards away from a touchdown they weren't able to convert that they go forward on fourth and two um, turn it over on downs walk away without points there you know some people who are saying oh well they should have just kicked the field goal taken the point some people saying oh well you know it's good to see that you know you put some trust in your players to go for it in that field position at that point in the game when you're down seven nothing to the Dallas Cowboys on the road you know what goes into that decision yeah I think that was probably a tough decision to make for Brian Dable because you do want points you do want to kind of get some momentum but I think you also know, look, if we get down here and it's fourth and two, we're this close to the end zone. We've got to find a way to try to get a touchdown. So I was okay with going forward on fourth and two. I didn't love the play call. I kind of wish it would have been a little more creative and there would have been some more elements or some other layers so it wasn't just a flat handoff. Um, you know, Dallas has done a good job of getting penetration in the run game in the past. So that's a tough area to run the football in. Uh, but I like that on the road, to your point, look, you know Dallas is going to score a lot of points. Like you're not going to beat Dallas by kicking field goals. So I think that went into play. I also feel like there might have been a little bit of Brian Dable saying, I've been here before yeah. in week one at MetLife Stadium. The Giants got stuffed, went for a field goal. It got blocked. It went the other way for a touchdown. It was a disaster. Andrew Thomas got hurt on that play. So um, I don't know if that played into it. I think it was more that, like, look, we got to go gas pedal here. We can't yeah. just settle for field goals. If we're going to stay in this game and have a chance to win it, we've got to come away with touchdowns. You're ready for a change. Payday comes early with citizens. So go to that retreat. New you moves to the country. Now you're raising goats and launching a lifestyle brand. Are you ready for all that life brings? Yeah, and as a coach, Brian Dable has never been shy in saying, I believe in the players, the players on the yeah. field, and want to put them in a position to go for it. To, and to I think that you time. feel that as a player. Like, yeah. hey, look, our coach is going to give us a chance. Like, we're always out there saying, hey, let's go for it. Mm -hmm. You know, Usually it's the coach that's got to rein you, rein you back and say, no, 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 I'm going to take the points. The right move is taking the points. So when your coach believes in you that, hey, I'm fourth and two, I'm, I'm going to hand the ball off and give you an opportunity to get it, uh, you certainly appreciate it, and you'd like to come through so that he lets you do it again. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, unfortunately for the Giants, they didn't get points there. They were down 7 nothing at the time. Uh, Dallas kind of turns around, scores a touchdown, yeah. and a couple more. They go into the half up 28 to nothing, and people are thinking, oh, no, is this going to be a repeat of what we saw in week one? Fortunately for the Giants, Tommy DeVito leads this team down the field in the third quarter, gets a touchdown pass to Lawrence Cager, gets them on the board. Um, they were able to get some points on the board in the second half. But it was like Dallas was really airing it out today, too. We saw Dak Prescott throwing for yeah. 404 yards and four touchdowns, adding another rushing touchdown as well. Dallas was not easing off, and there was no mercy rule by these Cowboys today. No, it almost kind of felt like the college game a little bit where yeah. you can't just win. You've got to win convincingly, and right. it almost seemed like they were going for the 50-burger because um, even when they pulled Dak out, like CeeDee Lamb was still in there for another series, and Cooper Rush was still airing it out. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I kept saying, I can't believe they're still throwing. Um, the game was well in hand, and you would think that they would just kind of run the ball and try to grind the clock out, but... Um, you know, I think the other thing too is like, look, that's they're trying to get better as a team too. And you know, at and at that point, it's hey, let's give Cooper Rush some opportunities. And you know, look, they've got a lot of good weapons. The Giants were banged up coming into the game, and Dory Jackson was out with a concussion. Um, and then Tay Banks goes down. Um, Kayvon Cord Cordell Thibodeau. Flott was down. 
Thibodeau was down. So Jalen Hyatt. They were uh, they were a little banged up defensively. So I, I think, you know, whenever it's NFL teams kind of running up the score, as people might say, it's you know, look, it's your job to stop them. Right. Um, but this Cowboys offense is potent. They've got some stud receivers, as we found out, not just in CD Lamb, but Brandon Cooks is you know he's had thousand yard receiving seasons almost every single year, and he's been on five teams in the last five years, I think. So. Um, he's definitely a, a high caliber receiver and um, you know this offense when Dak is hot when he's on fire they're, they're a tough offense to get off the field yeah absolutely and I mean the fact that you know 404 yards passing for Dak Prescott that's his 10th career game of 400 or more yards passing and for context too all other Dallas Cowboys quarterbacks combined have only nine such games yeah, so that's impressive how impressive he has yeah. been for this team and you know doing and it if you don't get pressure on him yeah like he's a different quarterback like right. Dak if you can get to him if you can rattle him he will throw the ball away and he threw two picks in this game and and yet the Giants did not have a single sack so um, that's certainly something the Giants need to get better at they need to get more pressure from the front four um, it can't always come from a blitz because that makes you susceptible to big plays in the passing game when you go man. Absolutely. And, you know, going into this game, too, I think we talked about this earlier in the week, the fact that the Giants' offense really should lean on the run game. You saw Saquon yeah. Barkley, 13 carries for 66 yards, averaging 5.1 a carry, which is productive. He had a 21-yard long. Um Dallas hasn't given up 100 yards rushing to a player all season. Mm. Um, but did you, you know, Saquon running the ball to an extent, but, you know, do you want to see more from Saquon? I feel like, especially given this situation with Tommy DeVito and he's making his first start and knowing how good Dallas is at getting after the quarterback, I definitely wanted, would have liked to have seen him get more carries. But the problem is they, they, they didn't convert a single third down the entire game. Yeah. So you want to run the football and you, you want to stay consistent with the run, but if you're not converting on third down and you're not staying on the field, you're not getting drives, you're not going to get those reps. So um, I think Saquon, look, he play, he's been playing hard. He's been running really well. Um, when Andrew Thomas was in there and we saw this last week against the Raiders, the run game was working. Like they were finding some holes and there were some lanes. Um, there was a couple of big plays where Saquon, like he was one tackle away from breaking a big one. He's the best player. You, he can't touch the ball enough. And I think they're trying to continue to find ways to get on the ball. We saw him line up in Wildcat. Mm -hmm. You know, they flanked uh, Tommy DeVito out as a receiver. Um, I think he wishes he would have kept the, kept the ball on one. He handed the ball off and it ended up not going anywhere. If he had kept it, he would have had a big run. But Saquon's your best player. If he doesn't touch the ball 25 times, then something's wrong. You love turf. You're good at it. So you start a turf biz. Business grows. Your savings grow. Become the most celebrated name in turf. Are you ready for all that life brings? Absolutely. And, I mean, you mentioned third down. The Giants 0 for 12 on third down on the day. That's just yeah, not a recipe for success. And especially when you're on the road, uh, which the Giants will be again next week. Third straight road game. Another division opponent heading to Washington to face the Commanders. Uh, one o'clock game at Washington next week. Commander's coming off a tough one, a barn burner at Seattle. So they'll be taking that cross-country flight back after losing a close game, Sean. When you're coming off a game like that, when you're facing a team that's coming off a game like that, yeah. put it into context what the Commanders must be feeling right now. Well, I'm sure they're they're feeling like they had let one slip away. You know, they, they had Seattle against the ropes, and they had a chance to go for two at the end of the game. Um, you know, Sam Howell's been doing a great job um, throwing the football. And um, when they give him time, when they protect him, you know, he can light it up. And they've got some good receivers, Scary Terry, um, Jahan Dotson. Um, you know, they've got some good running backs, too, and Brian Robinson um, and Antonio Gibson. So 
I think when you look at, at their offense, they can move the chains. They can score points. I mean, they mm-hmm. put up 29 points at Seattle. That's that's not a easy place to play. Um, so it's going to be a tall task. I know flying to Seattle and then playing that game, coming back late, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a, of a you know quick turnaround for them. Um, but I think when you look at Washington, like they, they're a tough team offensively and defensively. You know, no Montez Sweat, no Chase Young, yeah. but they still have uh, Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen inside. So this is still a good defense. They can still get after the quarterback. Um, but for, for the Giants' offense, they've always kind of had – I feel like they've kind of had Washington's number. They mm-hmm. beat them earlier this year. Saquon Barkley's always had big games against Washington. We were just talking about how many touches can he get. Um, you know, I think this should be a big game for Saquon Barkley. And hopefully Jalen Hyatt's okay and they can get some big plays out of him this week. Yeah, and you mentioned Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Both of them dealt at the trade deadline. That is why they are no longer there in Washington. Um, when these two teams just played each other in Week 7, the Giants came away with a 14-7 win. You mentioned, too, the way that they match up, kind of historically match up well. Is there something to be said? Because, you know, oftentimes the players on the field for each of these matchups can be a bit different. But when they historically tilt in the Giants' favor, you kind of feel that going into it, especially coming off, you know, just a few weeks ago, the Giants got a win at home against Washington. We're able to get a lot of pressure on Sam Howell, a guy who's been sacked a lot this season. Yeah. Um, and that was, you know, great, uh, an inspiring performance of the Giants' defense as well. Yeah, I think there, there's a lot of good, confident builders in this matchup, not just the history with the Washington Commanders, but the fact that we just played them a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. that they're still fresh on the brain. Like the game plan is still fresh offensively and defensively. You kind of know, all right, what to expect. They're not going to change in three to four weeks. So um, a lot of that self-scout and the scout of the other team is very consistent. So that should help. Of course, Dexter Lawrence had a monster game um, against Washington, and I expect it to be the same. Um, Nick Gates, the center for, for Washington, uh, was a teammate of his, and of course they know each other really well. But the one difference, obviously, with Montez Sweat and Chase Young not being there, Leonard Williams also is not there. Yeah, um, he had a big game against them as well. So since they've traded Leonard Williams, this Giants defense has really struggled to stop the run. 125 yards on the ground they gave up th- to the Raiders, and 164, I believe, to the Cowboys. So that's got to be first and foremost. They've got to stop the run and then get off the field on third down. Absolutely, and we'll see that one all take place next week. Week 11, Giants Commanders at Washington. But that's a wrap for this week's Week 10 Rapid Reaction, of course, reminding you the Giants falling to the Cowboys. 49-17 is the final score. Sean O'Hara and Madeline Burke breaking it down. The Giants Huddle is brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. From game day to every day, Citizens is made ready for Giants fans with insights, guidance, and solutions. Learn more at CitizensBank.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.